Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Monday Mornings with Michael. Today is June 20th, 2022, and we hope your day is starting out wonderfully, that you are getting ready to start off your week in the very best way possible. We are just coming off of the weekend in which we celebrated Father's Day. That's right, we are right into summer, which means Father's Day is kind of like the last holiday to get us into these summer months before we then get ready to get to the fall and start the next round of holidays. But we hope you had a nice day and a nice weekend overall, depending on what you did. But with myself and my family, we had a very nice breakfast that we put together, some gifts, presents, and then also a very nice like barbecue dinner at to close it out at my sister's in-laws house in Fremont. So it was a really fun time and really just getting everyone together is one of those things like as you get older, it's like, oh wow, that is nice. Like just have everyone together in the same room and get to enjoy each other's company is really a great thing to do within that. So we hope you had the chance to do that as well. From here, we want to let you know about our ch- my chickens. Our chickens here at my house, they are they are doing very well, I would say. There are like two of them that are very friendly that when we open them, open the cage, I guess you could say the coop to let them out, that they will actually like run right out. They'll come up to you if you make this like sound, they'll come over to your hand and eat whatever is in your hand. However, the other two are scaredy cats or chicken. You know, the chickens are chicken. That's right. That's where we get that phrase from (laughs) because no matter how much we held them as they were little chicks and we held them a lot. Even Tulip, who was like my favorite because she was the bigger one at the time, the bravest one, she is now one of the most scared. And if you have to like, I mean, to get her, you actually have to like go all the way in to the chicken coop on your hands and knees and scoop her up and she just starts squawking as if she's about to be killed. And we're like, dude, we do this every day to like get you guys socialize and to let you out in the yard to like peck around and find bugs and weeds and you know, all the fun stuff. So it is kind of weird, but I think kind of as they go through puberty is when they're supposed to really start changing with like their personality and becoming more friendly and all of that stuff. So we're still, you know, a couple months out from that. Right now they're around, I think like two and a half months. So they're still pretty young, I would say, but they are much bigger than when we first got them. So overall though, it is pretty fun. And I don't think I actually mentioned this, but we got it a couple weeks ago that we started composting. And that was something that we were going to have to get rid of all of these like chicken poop, chicken bedding that is wasted you know once like once a week it's good to clean it out and then like once a month to do a a deeper cleaning so we're gonna have to be getting rid of this stuff and what is the bedding it is wood chips like shredded shredded wood I guess you could say I don't know it's fluffy so it is soft and it's nice bedding but essentially it's material that you could compost and that was something that was like oh we could be composting this and then my mom looked up and got this really cool like spinning box thing that you can compost in where we can have it right by the chickens and then so far we have been using it to put like the chicken waste the chicken bedding chicken or kitchen scraps as well as napkins and weeds yard work all of that stuff can go into there and it's kind of a mix of putting like brown matter and green matter or like wet and dry kind of balancing that out and essentially if you do it correctly you should have the right amounts of both so like dead and dry stuff think of like 
the wood scraps from the bedding or like dead leaves and sticks, that type of stuff, compared to like strawberry ends and fruit ends and vegetable ends or even like fresh weeds, which would all be like wet. But if you have a good mix of that, then it shouldn't be stinking. And I know that's one of the things, both with chickens and composting, the major complaint for most people is like, they smell bad or they stink. And it's like, well, yes, they can if they get out of hand or if you're not doing things correctly or in the right way. But at the same time, if you are doing it correctly, then like everything is going to have a smell to it. So yeah, maybe it'll have a little bit of a smell, but it's nothing that is not too, you know, it's not that bad, really. It's not bad at all. So that is a fun thing. The only sad thing though with the composting is I think it takes around like six months before you actually can get dirt. So it's one of those, like, it's a long wait to see like, well, hopefully it's all going good in there. And even like very early on, if you open the lid and put your hand in there, you could feel heat coming off it from all the organisms in there working in the heat and you can spin it to like mix things around. I don't know. It's very cool and crazy too, how nature can just do that on its own. So you just harness that and put it in a spinning box and hey, you can have your own, own compost. And I think the coolest thing with that too, is that eventually that same dirt can then be used in our vegetable garden and then we will eat the vegetables and the vegetable ends that we can't eat we'll put back in the compost and then same with the chicken waste their poop the bedding all of that will also go into that so as we're eating you know their eggs eventually to feeding them to cleaning up after them to then making compost and putting that there we can also feed the chickens the scraps from the vegetables too you know it's all like this own little circle so i think that is one of the most exciting parts to it once we get there of seeing like whoa this is a really cool way to make sure we're using everything to the best that we can and putting it back to good use so i think that will be super cool from here though this past week so last week on thursday I actually went to an animal rescue farm in morgan hill so it was you know it's not too far i think i mentioned the morgan hill area gets to where there's more like farmland and eventually I do want to do some sort of like attraction farm. So have it be a working farm, but also invite people up to it on the weekends. So within that, I was like, I think I probably need to start looking for just farms in general that are out there so that I can start getting some experience with either it's farm animals, seeing how the property is run, you know, all of these things that you can watch and follow a lot of different accounts, but it is much different when you are actually there in person getting to see it. So I spent, you know, I think a Tuesday looking through a bunch of different like Yelp reviews of different like farm places and trying to find one that actually, you know, allowed people to come onto the farm, allowed visitors, or ideally was trying to find like if they could pay <laughs> for like a part-time job, you know, like a lot of farms you have to get up really early and I'm already used to getting up really early for my morning job. So I was like, I could give like one or two days a week of getting up, you know, at 4 a.m. because, hey, it's not different from all the other days I'm working. So I did find one place that I actually went up just for like a meet and greet and a tour. It was really cool. It was a long, I mean, it was far away from civilization. Like by the time you got there, they had a few neighbors, but you couldn't hear cars. You couldn't see like any signs of there being like people or a big city or cities nearby. So that part was cool. But it was like a, like lots of windy roads and then 
there's a sign that says like the county road is ending in 50 feet and i was like oh goodness and then you have a lot of potholes because no one is really looking after that road and then to get to the property it was like gravel and which was fine like my car i just i have a bmw a sedan like four door so not really the car you take for like off-roading or doing any of that stuff but hey it survived and i got there the place was called alma bonita animal rescue it's a really cool place i'll try to add the link in the show notes if you wanted to check out and they are a nonprofit that rescues and takes care of animals that have been abandoned either by humans or their animal mothers because that's something that happens and just a wide range of like each animal has really a sad story but here at this place they have been rehabilitated and they are living their best lives so i went up there to see like meet and greet get a tour meet the animals the people that are running it as well as to see if i could potentially volunteer for them because going back to the attraction farm that i want to have i figure like hey if i can get some hands-on experience even if it's like cleaning up poop from the animals like hey that is something that i could start doing so I'm still, you know, kind of figuring out how much and what I can do to volunteer just because it was kind of a long drive and in my car specifically, I don't want to push it and (laughs) end up stranded out there as well as gas to fill up my car was like $92. So, and that wasn't filling it up all the way either. I still had a little less than a quarter of a tank. So I was like, oh man, I know gas is expensive and this is a good investment and will be worth it. But at the same time, I'm only making so much money now at my morning job, and that is supposed to stretch for all of my expenses right now, as this business is still trying to make some money. So those are all things to take into account, but they do need like event help or like event management for some of the events they have. So I think that's a good way that I can kind of jump in, hopefully, and do, you know, still do stuff from home where I'm at, and also be able to help them out and then make it up there. I don't know how often, but sort of, I think it would be fun if they had big projects that needed to be done or like a big volunteer day, then like sign me up and we'll all go out there and get whatever it is done, whether it's, you know, making the enclosures bigger or working on constructing, constructing something, you know, I don't know. So, but that's an update for that kind of random, but they had a couple of horses. They had two like standard big pink pigs they had pot belly pigs two or i think four miniature donkeys two regular sized donkeys a miniature horse a pony alpacas a black angus cow named norman <laughs> chickens ducks a turkey a wild turkey that lived with the pigs <laughs> because it liked eating their food and i think the safety it got from being there and i I think there's probably a few more animals I'm forgetting. Well, lots of goats, goats everywhere, and one little sheep that hung out with the tinier goats. So just really fun to get to see animals and to pet them and see like, wow, you're up close and personal. And it wasn't quite a petting zoo because these are like real full-size animals. And we didn't get to go into all of the enclosures because a lot of the bigger goats have these huge horns. And just from watching them, they're banging their heads into each other. And you're like, ooh, now imagine if that was my back or my butt or the front of me, you know, anywhere like, Ooh, it sounds painful. So that was some, an update on that. And then some more about what we're doing here at Fisher Philbrick. So I mentioned kind of our thing that we're really working on and pushing forward now is the children's book. We're still going forward with that. The outlining process, I would say has been slow, but really it's just because 
we've been busy with so many other things, whether in life and figuring out next steps for the business and just going forward, it is very tricky to be like, now drop everything and sit still and outline. So that is something that we're actually gonna really put everything that we can into doing this week so that we can finish that. And hopefully by next Monday, so remember I've mentioned like gotta give yourself deadlines. By next Monday, we'll have the outlining done. And that's just something that we're gonna try to rearrange everything this week. So we may, well, I'll talk about the next thing we're gonna talk about, but we may do a shorter like podcast episode for this Thursday in order to really help things out with getting this done because it is something like come on guys we just need to finish this at this point (laughs) it's taking too long but at the same time we haven't been like having the time to actually sit down and do it so it's not that the actual task is taking long it's just that the project is in that weird mode where you're like okay we actually need to sit down and just do it like come on get it done so that's where we are with that and then an announcement for the podcast for like our weekly show. I think we had mentioned, I mean, I know we have mentioned, so you can go back and probably find it in a multitude of episodes, but our whole idea with Fisher Philbrick and getting started was that we were going to be interviewing business owners, small shop owners, just to get their the word out about their business, hear about how they got started, get them new customers, followers, as well as inspire and motivate other people. And we're going to do that through an Instagram live show and a whole feature on our website of having like an article written about them, sharing posts on our own social media feed of their products, just really everything we could to give them like a free feature for being a business owner and to draw people in a really cool idea as well as we would take that Instagram live interview and have it on our podcast as the main segment. Well, as you also know, if you've been listening, that is that we haven't been able to find people. There's a range of people who are interested, but then they stop or they, you know, say they're going to apply and then they don't or they apply and then they don't get back when we respond. So there's a lot of different people. And throughout all of these, you know, last few weeks, we have been changing the website. We change this, we change that. So it's not that you know, we're so set, like it has to be this way. It's that, yeah, we've actually changed up so much in the process to make it easier, less reading, less to do, you know, all of this stuff, because that is a big part of having your own business. And especially when things aren't going the way you want them to, or we're predicting them to, then it's like, okay, go back to the table and find out like what's going on and how can we change this? Well, it seemed like from what we could tell, the few people who would get back to us is that the Instagram live video was really scaring people away, which to me is weird because if we do the, like what we're going to do instead is just have it be a podcast interview. So we're not going to do it live for people to watch. And part of that is because like we don't get any money, as we mentioned, from doing Instagram live videos. I think it does help maybe the algorithm, but right now we're only getting paid for doing this podcast. So it makes sense on the business side to have it be that as well as if people are afraid to do it and that's the main reason then why are we doing that like why are we adding this extra hurdle to them if like maybe once we announce it this week 
they will get more people who are like, okay, I can do that. You mean you can edit something out if it goes bad? And the thing though that many people don't like realize is that these are just conversations. And that was the thing I even changed. So you can check out our website now under the show, but I even changed it from an interview to just business conversations because literally we are just going to be having a conversation just like me and you are right now as you're listening. So imagine, you know, me asking like, hey, tell me a little bit about your business. And then they tell me like, whoa, that is so cool. So what got you interested in this? What got you excited to get started? Like, was it hard to break away from what you were already doing? You know, they're very easy questions and it's not really even like an interview and that it needs to be very formal. It is literally a conversation. And if you think about having conversations with your friends, your family, those around you, do you really get that nervous and are like, oh no, what if I say something wrong? If you say something wrong, it's like, that's okay because you're in a conversation. You can just go like, wait, okay, I think I may have said that a little wrong. Let's start over and, okay, this is what I really meant, you know, type of a thing. So I think it will be a good change. We already changed the website to reflect to that. We're going to scrap out a lot of those extra elements to make it even easier, you guys, even easier than it already was because literally all the person had to do was send me all of this information. I was going to compile it all, make it all look nice, make it all look pretty, make it into an article to post on the website, and all they had to do was show up for the interview. (laughs) But now they have to do even less, and I literally just need them to get on a video call with me and we can have our business conversation so that we can then get the conversation and I'll put it up on the podcast and that will be it for them. So really it is going to be even easier than it was. So that is all to come, but I think hopefully it will be a good change that we've made. And the thing is we can always go back and add in some of those other elements if we would like to, if it feels like it could work you know, that type of a thing. I do think it's funny though, because I think a lot of people are afraid to be on camera, but most podcasters, so if you can't go in person, which I want to get people all around the United States and I don't have the money to fly and it's just not feasible at this moment. So you would be doing it on a video chat. So I'm like, Instagram live actually makes it so much easier because we can just talk and get on than having to use a computer system, set up a whole event type of a thing. So, you know, It will be easier for the person, but it's also a lot more work for me at the same time. But at this point, I'm like, you know what? If we can just get like one or two people to get things going, it will all come together because I really, really do think that that is the thing. Like people just need to hear and they need to start seeing what we're trying to do and the mission behind all of this. And then I think it'll catch on and then we'll have so many people we don't know what to do with. The other nice thing too is that if we take away the whole live element with Instagram live, I could potentially do a bunch of interviews in a week on different days or like a couple in a day and then space them out for if I am out of town or like this week say I'm busy working on the kids section, which I will be, then I would already have an episode that I could go ahead and play and set up for that week. So there is a lot more flexibility within that. So all in all, I think it will be okay and will be cool, but maybe not as cool (laughs) as it could have been. But we'll leave it with that and kind of to leave you on this Monday morning with some encouragement and kind of going off of that last point there is that sometimes, you know, you got to change things up and you have to be ready for change. I know as humans, change is something that is inevitable and it is very hard for many people. I think a majority of people like you like 
to do what you normally do and you don't like to have to change things up. Even more so when it comes to if you have your own business or you're running your own project of like you put in so much time and planning and you're like, this is how it's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Like I've planned for everything around this. And then you see like once you're in it, okay, it didn't go this way or this is not working or I'm not really into this now. Like what can we do to change it up? And like, I don't wanna change things and it's gonna be a lot more work. Like how many times have I edited the website and changed things up? Wow, a lot. And you know, it's not that hard to do, but it does take time and like trying to figure out like, oh, I've already had people review this, but now I'm gonna change it. And then I, you know, from a few weeks ago, I even changed it this last week to get it more on track with what I just mentioned, how we're doing it. So change is always there and it's always coming up. And so I would say like the more you can be ready for change, the better you'll be off. But I think the other thing within that is kind of looking at life and whatever project you're doing is like just having to go with the flow to some extent. Like sure, you can plan things out, you can make good decisions, you can do all of this, but at the same time, like you actually just have to keep on going and see where life takes you, how things go down, because that's when things pop up that you had no idea and where it can then actually be much better than you were thinking and better off than you thought. So with the things that I've been mentioning, like right now, this is how I'm feeling, but maybe in you know a couple months or by next year, I'll be like, dude, that was the best thing ever. Like nothing was happening and I was just going with it, changing things when I could. And because of that, look at us now (laughs) type of a thing. So I think in your own life, that is a very good thing to remind yourself of like, hey, you know what? Change is coming with your family members, your friends, those around you, your work, your day-to-day things, your animals, (laughs) whatever it is. Like it's gonna be happening whether or not it's now or in a little while or in a very long while. And it's kind of having to be okay with that, learning how you personally react to different things like that, like with change in your life. Do you just give up and you turn away from whatever it is for a month or two or many weeks? Or are you able to stay where you're at, you know, accept that like, yes, this is hard and just keep on going? Or how are you as a person? Because that will be very helpful as you figure out how to keep going when unexpected things are coming your way or when hard times come your way of like, this is not fun, but you know what? We are just gonna go and keep going and being okay with not knowing exactly what's going to happen or where you're going, but just knowing that you are gonna continue to drive forward. So as we use that to close this Monday, we hope that you have a very great rest of your day that you can really kick off this week in the best way possible that you are ready to get things going, get a lot accomplished, and keep in mind that being positive and having an optimistic mindset is really going to help you out so much, which I know I always find it weird because like the things I mentioned like during, you know, say having to make those changes with the podcast is like, yes, that is annoying and that is awful that we're having, (laughs) you know, to keep changing or that no one will do it. But at the same time, each time I make a change, I'm like, you know what, this will be the change. (laughs) that will make it come true, you know, that will get us some people. So I think it is a weird balance where when I'm saying like, be positive and optimistic, you, it's not that you are just thinking everything is going to go good, but it's knowing that like when you're making these hard decisions, like if you're making the decision, you should be optimistic that what you're doing is for the better of the company or for the better of yourself or those around you, you know, like that whole thing of like, you can be real about the situation, like this is hard, but you know what? we're gonna take this, this, and this out of it, and we're gonna push forward and do this. So that is what I say 
and what I would mean when I say, you know, like keep the positive and optimistic mindset, because if you don't have that, then it is so much harder. And, you know, you're just going to stop doing it or find something else to do when you're like, I may have been so close and I just didn't know it. Like you're almost there. Maybe you are. So have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you again very soon.